Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Dungeons & Dragons The Campaign Chronicles. I am Luke Elliott, and I'm going to be your DM for this adventure we are going to embark on. Next to me is... Elijah Jackson. But for this adventure, I'm a human, but just not any human. I'm a very elegant, higher-class human known as Cornelius Bumsworth. Enoch? Um, my name is Enoch Jackson. I play Sir Quilliam Lionheart, who is a paladin human. I am Caleb Jackson, and I play Orgos Flemon, which is a great singer who can play many instruments. Alrighty. Okay, so let me set the scene for you real fast. You got you guys have you guys don't know your characters have do not know each other at all. The a few weeks ago, each of you received a letter uh, asking you to meet at this specific tavern at this specific time. And it only said that it would be in your best interest to attend. You don't know who it was from, and you um, and you guys have all... Uh, so th- right now it's about, say, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, you guys can say if you are already there, if you are arriving, or if you're going to be arriving in a little bit. Elijah, would your character have gotten there a little early, or did he have there arrive? Cornelius is the type that actually gets there a little bit late. Okay. For, uh, I am uh, not always on time, but oh. people wait for me Kay. because... So, uh, the person said he'd be here at 2 o'clock, so you're going to probably walk in about 2.05, you think? Yes, roughly. Okay. Quilliam likes to honor people's time, so he is there right on time. Okay. I'm always early to be punctual. Okay, so you probably arrive about 1.45 or so? Yes. So you're just sitting at a corner. Uh, pl- playing flute. Pl- playing your l- lute. Lute. Yes, you're sitting in the corner playing your lute, and uh, about 2 o'clock you see Sir William Lionheart. L- Lion's Heart, sorry. Um, uh, he walks through the door, and what does your character look like? Uh, hold on. Uh, allow me to describe him. Standing tall amidst the echoes of valor, a resplendent figure emerges. His long locks cascading like golden rays of sunlight upon a verdant meadow. Each strand carried a story of battles, fought, and honorable quests undertaken, whispering tales of uh, heroism and righteousness. Uh... So you're a uh, tall, <laughs> tall, tall, broad golden, character. Long hair, okay. nice. So we can kind of just mustache. kind of imagine uh, Chris Hemsworth in Love and Thunder. Is yes. that basically what your character looks like? Yes, pretty much. Perfect. Um, uh, Caleb, what does your character look like? Well, he's very tall. He has really good pipes when it comes to singing. He's yeah. very elegant in his singing. He can hit a lot of high notes. So he, uh, I'm assuming he's about uh, probably a little taller than Sir William. Uh, pro- a little taller, probably a little thinner, more ele- uh, a more rugged, bit more rugged looking of a character. Uh, I'm guessing like with ruggish bl- brown hair is kind of what I'm, I'm imagining. Okay, yeah. and uh, a little about a minute or two after William enters, you see an elderly um, elf. An elderly elf mage, which is surprising to see one, because usually elves live for a very long time. To see, to, so to see one that's old means that this character is several hundred years old at this point. Okay. 
Um, so uh, you enter, you see um, Argos sitting at a table, twiddling on a flute. You were told in the letter, I should mention, that others would be arriving. You weren't told anything about them, but there are very few people here, and he kind of seems to be the one that stands out the most out of all the patrons. Uh, so, uh, Sir William, what do you do first? Um, I would like to talk to him. Okay. Might I inquire of your name, good sir? I am... Orgos Flemen. Orgos Flemen. Yes. Nice to meet you. Were <laughs> you perhaps given a letter of some sorts? Yeah, it requested me uh -huh. here with a bunch of people who they s who So you are the person uh, one of one of the individuals I should be seeing, I suppose. I suppose, and may I inquire your name? Ah, I'm so glad you asked. I am Sir Quilliam Lionheart. Hmm. Okay. Yes. So about this point you see the elderly elf elf he kind of looks, has a bit of a wizardy look about him. Long gray robes, a hood, a staff in his hand. And he enters and he see looks over and he sees the two of you talking and he goes over and um, he says, Why, hello. I believe you to be Argos and Sir Quilliam. Uh -huh. Yes. That's me. Uh, do we know the whereabouts of the other two people that should be here? Um, no, I do not. Can't say. Uh, Wait, no. Sorry. One other person. The other person said that he would not be able to make it and would meet me at a later time. Might I ask why you brought us here? I'll explain once our uh, the other person I have invited arrives. Mm. And there is in no walks honor for those who are late. In walks. Shame on them. Ah, do not worry. All Cornelius Bumsworth has arrived. Cornelius Bumsworth has uh, black hair with a finely shaved beard, bright blue eyes, with a sort of charm in his eyes. <laughs> a little sparkle, you could even say. When he looks at you, you can't help but feel engrossed by him. Now, he walks in. You can notice that he's wearing chainmail armor and some, some nice clothes that are clearly higher class than the rest of the people there. You don't get to decide that, by the way. They're, they're not. You can. You could have. Cornelius could have tried his best to make them look nicer, but you can't say that you're of higher breed. You're of a higher hip. stock than the other people. That's what you think. So they're not of <laughs> higher quality. They appear to be have a higher quality. So uh, I'm guessing your character is about six feet taller. So oh, I'm one inch taller than the rest of all of them. So you're about six six. Oh sure. So, yeah, Sir William, awesome. for reference, Sir William is about 6'2". Uh, Argos is about 6'3", about 6'4", or so. So you'd be about 6'5", or 6'6". So a very tall group. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the wizard that's here is probably about 5'8", or so. <laughs> so he's just a tiny little man compared to the rest of you. So he's like, ah, oh, yes, Cornelius. Very nice for you to finally join us. I do not like this man. Finally. I bet you are all wondering why I have summoned you here. Very much so, yes. 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 So as you know, on our in our wonderful continent of Elgoroth that we all live on, I love this place. Uh, there's an there's an island to the north with a large jail on it. None of you should know why that jail is there, but you know it exists. Am I correct in this? 
exist for justice. Um, you should know that there is a um, jail north of the main continent. You don't know what's there, but you all you all know this, correct? Mm, yes, yes. Mm, but of course, I've been aware. I have heard. Rumors. I was there when the jail was first constructed and the and the uh, enemies originally captured. So were your great 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 grandfather. They there helped me fight and capture the people the monsters that plagued our lands. Ah. You will not have heard of them. We have wiped them from the history books. Hoped that they would be forgotten forever. Well, not as well good as we should have. Oh. They were these creatures, about seven feet tall, li- in the form of a, dra- a humanoid form, almost dragon-like. But they were almost zombified. They were—they couldn't think. They were mindless creatures, only intent whose only intent was to kill. You do not know where they came from. They just appeared one day. The other thing about them is, they strike fear into the heart of anyone who sees them. Are they still around? Well, I'll explain that in a minute. Whenever you see them, you cannot fight them. You either stand there and die, or you are mani- barely manage to run away. But Do even then, they will likely chase you down. Do we know what these creatures are called? They are called the Necrodrakes. The, the, the Necrodrakes. Would I be able the to fight them if I was both blind and deaf? No. They attack you mentally. How did you beat them in the first place, then? Well, with the help of your grandfathers and another, um, who, whose great grand great grandchild appears to have not been a- who was not was not able to meet with us today. There must be a better way to smite these creatures. They, we managed to, on accident entirely, create magical weapons and items that helped, that would shield us mentally so we could attack them physically. Um, I still have mine. But when your gra- when your ancestors died, they were buried with them. Now I helped oversee their burial, and no one else but me knows where they are. The neck, somehow, some way, some powerful warlock or wizard of some sort managed to break into the jail, which was very heavily magically sealed, and take control and release the necrodrakes. They have begun spreading. I don't know why they're over. They must have sailed, but they've begun spreading towards the. Um, th- even though they were northern, they have started spreading from the western side. So you would not have heard of them yet, but I have, and I have flown swiftly to find the descendants of those who once fought with me, and I have come to implore you to help me defeat them and trap them once again. It would be my honor. Uh, as well as this. I will unfortunately be unable to go assist you and go with you as you go to acquire these weapons. Only some of the Necrodrakes have escaped. I must go with great haste to seal and make sure none of those escape. But if you would be able to go retrieve your, wep- your the weapons of your ancestors and use them to help me and see find whoever did this, kill him and seal the Necrodrakes back into their tomb. I'd be honored to fulfill this. Very good. But of course. Yes. Do we know where to begin looking? Yes. And uh, as we're sp- as he's speaking, he uh, uh, he pulls up a map. Oh, just a second. Oh. 
Okay, um, well, right now the map that I had, I showed you, I showed them earlier, it for some reason it won't come up, uh, it's not working, but you guys know what the map looked like, and he uh, pulls the map up and shows to you that there's one, there, one of the two, the tombs of your grandfathers, um, down towards the south, southeast an area there is a the towards the desert area there is a tomb one of the tombs there oh the tomb the dragonborn the tomb right. of cornelius's ancestor <laughs> the tomb of sir quilliam's ancestor li dwells in the mountain range itself uh argos Clemen. yours will be a little bit harder he was buried around a near town which since the uh, peninsula which that town had dwelled on has sunken so you will have to go un into the ocean underwater in order to find this that will be a little trickier and also the our other companion uh, had a tomb in the southwest area around the elves um, and he gives you a map that has all these labeled out make great haste we do not have as much time as I would like do we split up or do we no. do this together? No. <laughs> there were some magical enchantments and other stuff I put in place to protect you. Unfortunately, it has been many, many years, and I cannot remember all of them that we put in place. But I believe that with your combined might, you should be able to mm. make it. Yes. I w um, if you guys will tell me which ones you plan to go to for towards first, I will be able to um, tell our friend... Unfortunately, I cannot remember what we call this name at this moment. I will inform our friend where you are, and he will meet you on either on your road there or when you arrive. And he will, and you will know him by the key phrase, "I have come for the end." Do we know which tombstone is closest to us? <sighs> Probably the tomb of Sir Quilliam. Ah. Then we should go there. Okay. Allow us towards the mountain range. Everything is possible through the power of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so. Alrighty, so. Um. You go. You, you guys are gonna be going to the tomb of Quinn of Sir Quilliam Lionsheart's uh, ancestor, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it is going to be you. You head west towards the mountains. All righty. So um, he says, "Good luck and safe travels." Mm, thank you. I appreciate you. Okay. So. Um, is there, uh, he's done talking to you guys, is there anything you want to do? Do you want to spend the night at the tavern? Do you want to, um... Let us spend anything? the night at a tavern, and maybe I can entertain some of the people with this my music. This way we can regain Very our Very good. Strength. Very good. Do you want to stay at this one, or do you want to go to a different one? Mm, what time of day is it right now? About probably 2.30 to 3. I say we start heading west and look for a tavern on the way there. And then maybe when we get to the tavern, we can make a plan for our future travels. Okay. So, uh, 
You guys leave. None of you have horses. You're all on foot, unfortunately. Um, as far as you guys know, it'll be about a four or five day walk to get to to get to the mountains themselves. Then probably another day or two to get to the tomb. Um. Okay. So. Uh, you guys reach a river. Uh, now this will be a little bit difficult because you have to ford the river. So you have to do some rolls for me. Um. Okay, so uh, you guys approach a, a wide but not too uh, deep of a river, uh, probably about three or four feet deep in the, in the middle, um, completely crossing your path, and you do not see a bridge in sight. You see the uh, remains of a bridge that was here probably 10, 20 years ago, but long gone, and just the bare stone remnants, not anything you can use. So it's probably about 20 feet wide. Um, how do you guys want to try to do this? So the bridge is broken, you say. Yes, okay. and there's like, you it's there's just enough stone stone remnants to tell it was actually there in the first place. Okay. And how wide is the river? About twenty feet. Twenty feet. Oh. Can be kind of tough to swim. But well, it's only about four feet deep, so you could wade it. Why don't we swim across? Right. Let us do it. Okay, everyone, roll strength for me. What was it? I got a seven. <laughs> oh no. Oh. The top right. Caleb? Sorry, top left. I got a twenty-three. Oh! Okay, nobody cares. Nobody cares. I got nineteen. Okay, okay so Sir Quilly Sir Quilliam, I'm guessing you would jump forth into action with Great strength uh, and yes, great valor. Oh yes, you leap forward and with a terrible foot placement, you slip and you fall and you fall in the river and it is decently fast. So you're being rolled down. Um, you guys enter the river about the same time as him. You guys are okay. You're, uh, you went in pretty slowly, so you guys are doing okay. So what are you gonna try to do to stop? Wait, am I underwater? Kind of. You're like in and out of water. Can I panic and ask for help? You you've been swept away. So I'm going away. Yes. Uh, can I can I try stabbing my axe into the ground to get something to hold on to? Ooh, okay. I'm gonna have you roll. What would I have you roll for this? I wanna have you roll dexterity. Dexterity. Yeah. Um, I roll with actually with disadvantage because oh. you're. Tumbling underwater. Okay, let me. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it was a 17, but then you had me roll disadvantage, and now it's a five. Oh, with it you 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 swing down it, you bounce off of a stone and just bounce it away. It's like four feet deep, and you just the two of you are just watching this big buff guy. Oh, that idiot! Away. Okay, why uh, did he do that? He you guys want to try, so try something again? Oh. The tip, uh, th you're probably at least 40 feet away from them now. It's kind of difficult to help. Uh, if y uh, you, you can try one more thing, and if it doesn't work, you're going to start taking damage from being from drowning. So do 
I not have my axe with me anymore? Oh, you do. You just hit a stone. I will try the same thing again. Roll dexterity with disadvantage. An 11. An 11 just barely made it. Okay, you stab your axe and you manage to get your footing and you stand up. Soaking wet and pretty embarrassed. You're able to uh, actually this is not roll strength to make sure you don't fall back in the river <laughs> now that you've stood back up. No. Okay. Please. Okay, 22. Okay, you, you make it across the river with ease. Mm. Oh yeah, were either of one of the ones you rolled a natural twenty by chance? No, I couldn't tell. Uh, here, just a second. You turn the thing towards me. Dang, that uh, was, was not the typical. Um, what was so? You should have said. Uh, you know, you should have tapped on something that said plus. What does the plus say? Oh, I got rid of it. That was no, I kind of the thing you tapped to roll strength. What did it say? Four. Okay, so uh, if it had been a natural twenty, you would have done something spectacular, but you didn't. A natural 20s are amazing. Okay, so you get across the other side of the river. It's probably about 5 or 6 o'clock right now. You can see a town in the distance. You know you can probably make it there in probably half an hour. Uh, and as you start beginning to walk o- towards you here. <coughs> oh. beast. The howl Mother. of three wolves. <laughs> Allow us to slay it. <laughs> you hear the howl of three wolves running towards you fast. Oh, no. Do Everyone, roll game. initiative for me. Should be towards the okay, top. Yes, I got it. Uh, nine. Okay. I rolled a fourteen. Okay. Caleb. I rolled a 21. Ooh. Okay. So, the wolves rolled a... Wait a second, what's there? Okay, so they had a... A 16. A... A 7. And a 3. So, uh... Argos, you get to go first. You see a large wolf, three large wolves charging at you. Um, and they're probably about 20 feet away from you right now. What do you want to do? I want to take out one of my instruments and use them as a weapon. Your loot, I'm assuming. Uh, right. That's the most weapon-like. So you pull your loot out. You know, you have a like a rapier on your side, but no, you're gonna go for the you go for the loot. Yes, there we go. Yeah. The loot is far superior. Okay. So let's say you loot. And uh so you're gonna charge him with your loot raised high and uh try to Hit the club, I'm, uh, hit the wolf, I'm assuming? Yes, sir. Roll an attack roll for me. I rolled a 23. 
Well, uh, and that was not a natural 20, correct? It was uh, 18 plus 5. Yes, it was 18 plus Kay. 5. And that does hit. Uh, roll damage. Okay. Sorry if it... Uh, Oh no, what did you roll? I rolled a seven. Okay, so he takes uh, seven damage. Okay, so there's a wolf on the left, a wolf in the middle, and a wolf on the right. Which one did you hit? I hit the one in the middle. Okay. So, a seven's not bad, by the way. Not bad at all. Okay, so. Um, so, for anyone listening, for reference, I'm the only one here who's really played D&D before. These three have not, and I've never actually DM'd before. So, this is an experience for all of us. And it's oh. a really fun experience. Yeah, hopefully it uh, turns out well. Okay, so it is the wolf on the left turn, Caleb, and seeing it... Uh, so, it's going... It, you're the nearest it's going to try to attack you. Just a second. Okay, so um it rolled a 17 to hit. What's your armor class? My armor class is 13. Okay, see so yeah, that hits. Um so it bite goes to bite you. Uh it goes and bites you on the on the ankle to Ow. do. Wait just a second. Argos, are you okay? <coughs> I'm okay. Comrade, just kill these stupid furry beasts. I will avenge you. Thanks. Not dead, you fool. Pretty avenge much my ankle, you moron. Okay, so it did yeah. nine damage. Cornelius. Do you know how to do damage? Roll pompous fool. Thank you. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> you can tell everyone what just happened if you would like. It took him down to one HP. Oh. Out of so, yeah. So yeah maybe is a maybe we will avenge <laughs> him, actually. <laughs> if he dies, you haven't die immediately. His ankle is very important to his uh, yeah. survivability. So it bites here on the leg. Big squeezes tight. That does not look good. Okay, so. I'll never then sing <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, no. oh, okay. Fair enough. Sequilium Lionsheart, it is your turn. You have a shield in one hand and a big axe in the other. Uh, what do you want to do? May I ask of what these surroundings are? The open grassy plains. No trees around here? No trees. Oh, unfortunate. Okay, I I'll just attack one of the wolves with my battle axe. Which one are you going to attack? Uh, the one that hits uh, Argos. Okay. Roll an attack roll on him. Okay. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, 13 hits. Its armor class was 13, so it just barely hit. Okay. Roll damage. And for damage, I got a 5. Okay, so you, d- you swing, you take a gash out of his side. I have um. Okay. Oh, no, Caleb. Trying to think that what makes sense for the story. So the one that y- it's it's the one that hit you. Oh, I'm so sorry. I completely skipped Cornelius Bumsworth's turn. How could you on Cornelius Bumsworth? Mm. No okay, one so me. um, basically, what you did still happens, but it happens after whatever he does okay. happens. Okay. So what are you gonna do? Would you mind describing to me the position of all the wolves in relation okay. to my friends and what their health points? So. Uh, Sir Quilliam is just on your left right now. He hasn't charged forward and attacked the wolves yet. Um, there, three wolves were out in a row. Uh, Argos ran forward and hit the one in the middle, and the one on the left flanked around and bit him, bit him on the leg. Mm. All right. Uh, are they all relatively the same health? I you I do not tell you what the health is. The one in the middle that Argos hit has a gash on a big gash on his face. I would like to charge forward and attack. The wolf on the left with my hand axe. Okay. Uh, roll. You can if you would like to throw this one. That is okay. I will okay. Uh, roll an attack. And by the way, sorry for the noise, any everyone. We're recording outside. With four A. I rolled a seventeen. Okay. Roll damage. That hits. Hippity, I rolled six for damage. Okay, perfect. So you took a gash out of its side, uh, and then it was um, Enoch's turn, or sorry, Sir Quilliam, and you hit it again, and so it killed that wolf. That wolf that attacked uh, uh, Argos is now dead. Justice prevails. Okay, now it is the turn turn of the wolf that attacked that Caleb attacked. Since Caleb attacked it, it's not going to attack Caleb. And it gets 14, which I think hits, correct? A 14? Oh, it's an 18, so yeah, that definitely hits. And it does... You were okay, so you are now in something we call death saves. Can I see your? Sure. Basically, it hit you, and you are now dead. <coughs> oh, not quite. You're knocked unconscious. So over here, uh, this is a d20. Uh, on your turn, you're gonna roll thi- a d20, and if it's over ten, it's a success. If it's under ten, it's, it's a fail. If three successes, you survive. Three failures, you die. Okay, what if it gets ten directly? That is a success. Good. I don't know if that's what it technically is, but that's what I'm saying it is. Okay, so um, now it is the turn of the third wolf, and it is going to attack uh, Cornelius. And it gets a 15. My armor class is 19. <laughs> 
19? <laughs> what? Okay, it just it bites at you and bounces off your chainmail. You're fine. <laughs> oh My no! Good-looking charms. What have I done? <laughs> okay, um, Caleb, you get to make your first death saving throw. You don't. You don't necessarily. Uh, what it was it? What was it? Seven. Okay, so as you begin to fade into the uh, the abyss, afterlife, the darkness starts to come in. You feel it just inch slightly closer. You feel a little more like you want to go into the light. Oh, or in this case, the darkness. There is no light right now. There's only darkness. Okay, now it is Cornelius' turn. Ah, but of course. Am I potentially able to help out our friend on the ground there? Maybe give him a roll with advantage? A health potion? Uh, I don't think he has any, unfortunately. You can, but it would probably be... I won't give you these tips once you've played for a little while, but since this is your first time, it would be better to try to kill the wolves than help them. All right. So you attack the one that attacked you? With that in mind, I will attack the one who attacked me with my longsword. Uh-huh. So you ha- you rolled a? I rolled a 20. Not a natural 20. Okay, that hits. Roll damage. Which damage do I roll? There's one with 1d8 plus 2 and 1d10 plus 2. Now here's a question. Are you holding with one hand or two hands? I'm holding it with two hands. That's 1d10. I rolled a five. Okay, you you swing and you you hit him on the end of the nose. Sir Quilliam, it is your turn. Which one are you going to attack? Um, I will attack the one that Cornelius attacked. Okay, roll an attack roll. I got a... I got an eight. You miss. You swing with your axe and hit the ground. Okay. Now it is the roll of the uh, one that hit Caleb. It's going to attack Cornelius. Yeah. It's okay. I'm pretty much impossible to kill. I'm unstoppable. He rolled a 17, so he did not hit you. Might have to find a way to get rid of your 19 somehow. Because you have chainmail armor and a shield. Which just, it stacks. Okay, now it is the turn of the wolf that, uh, yes, the wolf that you attack, that Sir Quillian tried to attack, and now it's going to try to attack you. Just a second. <laughs> it rolled a 20, so I'm assuming that hits. And it rolled seven damage. Ouchies. Okay. So now it goes back to the top for Corn for Argos's turn. Roll. Uh, see if you die. See if you close to death. I do not have much health. Yeah. Well, you're level one, so very much not. 
Nine. Oh no. I am so darn close. Argos, no. I am passing away into the dark no. world. You feel yourself slip a little bit farther into death. There's no hope. Okay. My comrade. So, Cornelius, it is your turn. I would like to attack the middle wolf once more with my long sword. Make an attack roll. Thirteen. Uh, that is its AC, so roll damage. Uh, this time I would like to swing with one arm. Okay. I got a six. Okay, you chop its head off. <laughs> it's nice. just... Well, actually, is that what you would like to do? You can choose how it dies. Uh, I would like to... Yes, I would like to decapitate it. Kay. And then I would like to decapitate it in such a way that the head is... Flinging in the air towards the other wolf. It's not gonna do anything, but the other wolf gets hit by a. By a Sorry, if you roll the natural twenty, then you would be able to do that. But you just chop its head off, so his head and his head falls to the ground. That um. is okay. Cornelius, so that wolf was dead. Cornelius, it is your turn. There is one wolf remaining. You mean Quill? Sir Quilliam. Yes, Sir Quilliam. I am Cornelius. Um, yes, I will hit him with my battle axe. Make an attack roll. Okay. I got a 24. A 20. Was it a natural 20? Uh, What's your plus? My plus is 6. Okay, so that was an 18. Uh, roll damage. Okay. Um, My damage was 9. You what? How would you like to kill it? Mm, I, I would like to decapitate it as well. Okay, you... Slash and you um, chop its head off. Okay, we are no longer in initiative. So y they each have one chance to try to help you before you roll your last death save. W how would you like to help him? He's got a bunch of gashes on his ankles. I would like to take off his shirt and wrap it around his leg to try to stop the bleeding. Okay, roll medicine. By the way, for anyone listening, if we don't follow the rules of D&D &D exactly, don't get upset with us. I'm doing it based off of D&D, &D, but I'm probably going to do some stuff my different. Uh, where is medicine? It should be uh, around, you know, where persuasion and perception and all that stuff is. Um, I may need a hummer here. Okay. Basically, you're just trying to get above a 10. If you get above a 10, you stabilize it. I got an 8. You realize that you were tying... No. You weren't actually... You, you think you wrapped it around his leg, but you realize you were just tying it in midair, not around his leg. Uh, Sir Quilliam? Typical of your type. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Quilliam, it is your turn. Do I have any health potions or no. anything of the sort? Mm. You can try to do the same thing that Cornelius was doing. I can't tie this around his leg. I can only do it in the air. Please take it from me. You try. <laughs> <laughs> it would be my honor. Okay. Roll medicine. Uh, where does it's, on it's in skills. Skills. Okay. Let me find a little scripture. Oh, oh, I found it. Okay, roll medicine. I really hope you roll above a 10 right now. But now it's not loaded. Oh, come on. Come on, man. Do it. Do it now. Load seeds. No, you grab it with your hands, boy. Okay. Roll in medicine. And I you got grab a 16. 
you gra- okay, you stabilize him. You get I the way I do this, you are now at one health point. So Okay, you're stabilized on HP. Alrighty. Um, well, everyone at home, thank you for listening to the first... And that, that's where we're going to leave off the episode uh-huh. for today. Um, everyone at home, thank you for listening. Fantastic. Um, we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye, friends.